What do you know about medical cannabis? Do you know anyone that's tried to access it through their GP? Or maybe you're a GP and you're wondering how you actually prescribe it. How does it work? How's it different to prescribing other medications? Is it hard to do? Medical cannabis in Australia is such an interesting topic. It's reported to have significant potential to provide massive benefits to certain patients that they wouldn't otherwise get from other medication. But understandably, the regulatory controls and the processes around it can make it a nightmare to prescribe and administer for a patient in real life. So today, I'm talking to Anthony Condina, the CEO of GD Pharma here in Australia, and he's a partner in a company called Green Dispensary Compounding. In this episode, we're going to get to know a little bit more about medical cannabis, what it's all about, the regulations around it, and how a GP can prescribe medical cannabis to their patients. We'll also get to learn about the process of medical compounding, how it works, what benefits it has, and how technology has helped improve the process around compounding in recent years. Alrighty, Team Health Tech, let's make it happen. Welcome to Talking Health Tech with Peter Birch, a podcast featuring conversations with key players and influencers to promote innovation and collaboration for better healthcare enabled by technology. With me today is Anthony Condina. He's the CEO of GD Pharma and a partner in Green Dispensary Compounding. He's an expert in regulatory requirements of medicines production and a big advocate for the use of leading technology to enhance quality and safety benchmarks in the space. He's a pharmacist, entrepreneur and innovator and he's been involved in the development and commercialization of a range of novel pharmaceutical products that improve treatment efficacy, patient care, and patient convenience. The Green Dispensary is a group of retail pharmacies located in South Australia. They've also established a purpose-built, state-of-the-art compounding pharmacy. Located in St. Peter's, this facility is its first and only dedicated compounding pharmacy in South Australia. As a group, the Green Dispensary pharmacies offer their customers a unique array of professional and retail services. Hey, Anthony, how are you going? I'm going well, thanks, Peter. Cool. Thanks so much for joining. It's going to be cool to get to cover some topics that we've not really delved into on the show, and, and we're well past episode 100 now, so it's great to cover some new things and also how they connect in with technology, so thank you for making the time. be good to learn about yourself firstly. Can we set the scene? Who is Anthony Condina? Look, thanks for having me. Um, I've been a pharmacist for nearly 20 years, and through that journey of experience, a lot of things in pharmacy from retail pharmacy to compounding pharmacy to manufacturing pharmacy. And so out of those years, you know, I've seen thousands of patients that have had traditional medicines, medicines that we've made up specifically for them, and also worked in the manufacturing facility where we make up different medications for patients around Australia. So today I'm going to be speaking to you about medicinal cannabis, one of the things that I've been involved in for the last four years, quite an exciting area. I think a lot of patients are looking to doctors, to pharmacists, to other health professionals to help them get access to these unique medications. And we've really been first as a pharmacy to produce these compounds and supply to many of our patients Australia-wide. Yeah, cool. And so when you say we, tell us a bit more about green dispensary compounding and what that is. So we're quite a unique pharmacy. Um, We make up medications for individual patients. So compounding is the art of preparing, customizing, and making a medication according to a doctor's prescription for a particular patient. It's really important when, you know, patients can't get access to 
commercial products or if they're allergic to medications or if we need to make up different dosage forms, different concentrations, different flavors for kids. So it's quite a unique part of pharmacy practice that allows the pharmacist to work with the doctor and work with patients to customize a particular treatment for them. Mm. And so what does Green Dispensary do that's different or cutting edge when it comes to compounding? Well, we were the first compounding pharmacy in South Australia. Um, Back in the late 90s, we set up a facility that just looked at compounding as an art of pharmacy. And, uh, you know, we worked with many doctors, dentists, vets, uh, nurses all around Australia to work with their patients and in regards to, you know, making up medications. But what makes us unique is that we've got a really customised state-of-the-art facility we make up sterile products. We make up non-sterile products. So, you know, we're a one-stop shop. We can do a lot of different products. And I think that's what makes us unique because we've got the expertise in doing so many different dosage forms and different products, you know, over a thousand different combination products that we've made over the years. So that's what makes us quite unique. We've got a custom-built facility. We've designed it um, with a lot of engineering behind it, a lot of good manufacturing practice concepts that we look at and, you know, how we separate medications, how we're trained, how we prepare things, how we test all our materials. So I think that's quite different to different pharmacies that do compounding as well. Mm, Okay. That's really interesting. And so we're talking around medicinal cannabis today as well as compounding. And you mentioned green dispensary compounding has been around for quite a while, for 20-something years, if I remember. And medicinal cannabis has only really been a thing that's talked about, particularly it's been a hot topic more recently. Why is medicinal cannabis of particular interest to green dispensary compounding? Well, as a pharmacy, as a group, we're always looking at cutting edge, you know, technology, cutting edge medications. You know, we're leaders in this space of customized medications. You know, over four years ago, the Australian government legalized cannabis for therapeutic medical use. And when we looked at it, we just saw that cannabis was just another medicine like any other medication. And we wanted to be part of that to deliver that to our patients who had these unmet medical needs in other things. And so we we looked at being first to market with compounding, these particular compounds. And what's really exciting about medicinal cannabis in compounding world is that we can customize different strengths, different products, different dosage forms for a particular patient. So it doesn't matter if they're a child that can't swallow tablets or an elderly person that can't swallow tablets. You know, we can make creams and liquids and a variety of different compounds Mm. that have medicinal cannabis part of it. So about four years ago, the government legalized it. And really, as pharmacists, as doctors, we just didn't really understand how this was going to be outrolled. And so my part in the last four years really has been as an advocate. You know, I've been part of the legislation changes in South Australia. I've been involved in producing the first commercial product in Australia. And also from a compounding point of view, we've been the first to deliver these products to patients Australia-wide. Mm. And we work with doctors to educate them about how to prescribe, when it's appropriate to prescribe a medicinal cannabis product, when it's not. Medicinal cannabis is just one tool, one drug, part of you know, a thousand different drugs that we make. But we've just got involved because it's just a unique product that has a lot of different benefits for patients. And what are you finding the healthcare industry more broadly's perspective or position on the use of medicinal cannabis, particularly today? Look, I think it's got better. Uh, when we first started, it was quite negative and mainly because doctors didn't really understand what products were available, how to prescribe, you know, how much to give, what would happen if something went wrong. 
because really there's no commercial product available. So over the years, a lot more doctors have been educated, have been trained. But, you know, we've got a long way to go still. You know, there are still no registered products in the market. Most of the products are being imported from overseas. There are a couple of products being locally manufactured in Australia. And through Green Dispensary, we've been able to compound for individual patients. It's got a way still to go, but it's a lot better than it was, say, four years ago. Help explain it to me. So if a doctor was to prescribe a medicinal cannabis today, if a GP wanted to prescribe it, what does that look like? How does that work? What do they need to do? Yeah, look, it's quite a, initially it's quite complicated. I think it's got a little bit better now, but really there is four ways that doctors can get access to medicinal cannabis products and patients get access to uh, these products in Australia. One is through clinical trials, okay? And that's because these are unproven medications and these are supplied through clinical trials. So that's one aspect. Mm. The other aspect is through special access scheme where doctors can apply to the TGA to get access to these medications for their individual patients. That requires, you know, some paperwork, lodging application to the TGA, waiting for a response, and then sending the order to the pharmacy. What we've done in Green Dispensary is looked at a different pathway, which is the compounding pathway, which allows the doctor just to write a prescription for their patient and communicating that with us at the Green Dispensary. And then once we receive the prescription, we make up the medication according to the doctor's order. And then we make it up and then we give it out to the patient. So it's quite an easy way to prescribe, an easy way for patients to get access And it's usually more cost-effective for patients as well, continuing their treatment. And so then by doing it the compounding way, it then means that they don't need to go through the more rigorous processes that currently exist to be able to access the medication. That's correct. So if a doctor wants to prescribe a product that's being imported, they can and go through the special access scheme. But if they want something a bit more unique, uh, more patient-specific, something that's not available, that's being imported, mm. then the compounding pathway is a really a neat way of getting these medications to patients in a more cost-effective way. Yeah, right. Okay, interesting. You mentioned there was four. Did I miss one or was that like the fourth just for complete? Oh, sorry. The other one was also through the special access scheme, but it's uh, where it's called an authorized prescriber pathway. Yeah. And that's just a pathway where a specialist doctor can prescribe for a class of patients a particular product. Yeah, okay. Now, that's interesting. Like just for those that are trying to get their head around that, I mean, it seems quite a simple and beneficial way to be able to access it. Is it a loophole or why is it easier to do it that way compared to, say, doing it through the special access scheme just to give those GPs confidence that that's one way that would suit a particular type of patient? Well, it's not really a loophole. Part of our regulations allows a pharmacist to prepare any medication for a particular patient on a doctor's prescription. So any medication, you know, cannabis is a medication. It's a scheduled medicine, like any other scheduled medicine that we prepare in the pharmacy. Mm. So it's not really a loophole. It is part of the legislation. It's just that doctors are not aware of that pathway. The special access scheme really has been designed for mass-produced, commercial-produced products Mm. that are either imported from overseas or locally manufactured. So the TGA looks after those commercially manufactured products. And manufacturing is very different to compounding. You know, one is mass-produced with no patients in mind, whereas compounding is we're making one-off for that particular patient, which is not manufacturing. That's actually preparing a particular product. So it is part of the legislation. It's part of the regulations. It's just that a lot of the GPs and a lot of the doctors do not understand that legislation. And so part of my, you know, what I've been doing is been going around and educating doctors around compounding 
the benefits of compounding and why we believe that it's appropriate for patients to get the compounded products. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I'm curious around the process of it, just to move around, say, like around compounding specifically. And anytime you're doing something that's quite bespoke and, and one-off, it's by definition very hard to scale. And so how do you make that an efficient process for you guys to be able to do one-off medications for individuals on a case-by-case? That's true. We can't scale because that would put us in the realm of uh, manufacturing. But we've got process in-house that, you know, we weigh and prepare the compounds. We prepare them and it may take an hour or a couple of hours to prepare. But we've got a team of uh, dedicated pharmaceutical scientists, pharmacists that prepare a variety of different formulations. So from that point of view, it is more cost effective for the patient. But again, you know, it is all handmade. Yes, we've got technology and machinery that helps us prepare the products more accurately, but it is very different to a mass-produced product that you don't have a patient in mind. And you touched on the technology and the manufacturing side of things there. What kind of technology exists behind the scenes to be able to make the compounding process effective? We've uh, developed this facility that has different rooms where we make up different products. And that's really important when we're talking about cross-contamination of medications. You know, we don't want certain medications to be cross-contaminated with other medications. So we have special booths and areas where we make up different medications. Uh, We have machines that help us develop creams that are quite nice to put onto the skin. We've got facilities where we make up tablets or capsules, so encapsulating machines. Um, We've also got a machine that can produce a thin film that patients can put the medications onto their tongue, and so therefore the medicine can be absorbed directly into the blood vessels under their tongue. So that's quite a unique piece of machinery that allows us to bypass, you know, the stomach and the liver and allow the medication to go directly into the blood vessels and into the body. Yeah, cool. And coming from a non-medical person, but thinking around, especially having kids and also just generally taking medications myself, you know, everyone's a little bit different. People take tablets really well or can't have creams for one reason or another or can't do anything else. So can any medication be compounded and then turned into another format? Is it that simple as a patient? You're like, oh, I can't have this medication because it's a tablet, but you guys can turn it into something else or is it more complex than that? It depends on the medication, but I guess what the benefit of what we do is if patients are allergic to a preservative in a cream or a flavor in a tablet or in a liquid, if we can get access to the raw material, you know, the the pure drug and the excipients, the fillers, then we can alter the formulation and make it specifically for that patient. So if the patient's allergic to lactose, for example, lactose, then we we can make a tablet or a capsule that's lactose free. Or if a patient is allergic to food coloring, we can remove the food coloring by making up a new formulation. So that's the benefit. And so patients then can stay on these medications for their whole treatment without getting any side effects from excipients or from being allergic to a certain compound. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And so it sounds like there's a lot of benefits that compounding can provide to certain people. Are there any challenges or obstacles or things that need to be solved first before this can be something that's accessible to even more people? Or what can we do around that space? I think the hardest thing that we've, well, one of the hardest challenges we've had is really communicating our services to doctors. You know, doctors are quite busy people. They're used to prescribing commercial products and not really aware of alternatives. For what we want to do is 
communicate to more practitioners about the benefits of compounding in the medical space. I think that's been an obstacle in, you know, we can't promote this type of practice because these are not approved medications. So there's some restrictions around advertising in compounding. So that's been a bit of an obstacle. So really our benefits has really come through word of mouth, patients using our services, talking to their doctor, uh, talking to their friends. And that's really how we build up our business. Yeah, it's an interesting approach and something that could be beneficial to others if there was more knowledge out there. So hopefully there's some progression in that space. And just lastly, then thinking for Green Dispensary, Anthony, what's on the horizon? What are you guys working on as a business as Green Dispensary Compounding? We're always looking at developing new formulations, um, not only in, in the medicinal cannabis space, but if there's any new products that are coming out from overseas, we talk to doctors about it. You know, we do R&D work. As a business, we're always looking about not only how we manage chronic diseases, but also how do we educate patients and doctors about preventative mm. health and improving health. You know, that's really, really important. You know, if we can improve health, then really a lot of the chronic diseases that we see out there, diabetes, chronic pain can be alleviated. So what we're working towards is not just about the pharmaceutical part of just making up medications, but also about the education of to doctors, to patients uh, and being advocacy in this space. Amazing. Look, Anthony, thank you so much for the information. And I'm sure the knowledge that many checking out the show may not have had before or only had, like say, a limited understanding of. I'll make sure I'll put some details of Green Dispensary compounding in the show notes of this episode on the website and also share with the community to be able to continue on to have the conversation around the opportunities that exist. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining, Anthony. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for listening to the show. Check out TalkingHealthTech.com to connect with other people in our community and to learn more about the Australian health tech industry. Also, make sure you hit subscribe on your favourite podcast player so you don't miss an episode and share this episode with a few people who need to hear it. Now go make it happen. Listener.